Hello and welcome to Unbreak Your Health, the podcast program about the world of hope and health known as complementary and alternative medicine. I'm Alan Smith in Plano, Texas, author of Unbreak Your Health, and today our topic is the unique therapeutic bodywork process done in the water called Watsu, and our guest is the creator, Mr. Harold Dull. A poet for decades, Harold was a massage therapist when he trained with the creator of Zen Shiatsu in Japan. But in 1980, his life changed in the warm waters of the Harbin Hot Springs in Northern California. Good evening, Harold. How are you doing? I'm doing fine. Thank you. So in 1980, you were a massage therapist in Northern California. How did you develop the warm water technique called Watsu? I was teaching Zen Shiatsu at a hot spring. And in Zen Shiatsu, we do a lot of stretching. It's just focus and the work of stretching other people. And I started trying to do it. I started doing it in the warm water and found that warm water was a very beneficial place to stretch people. Stretching people in warm water made the stretches much more effective and brought the energy more to the surface. And it was added an additional benefit in that we were holding the people and floating them and had all the benefits of water being floated in warm water, the relaxation that came from it, the release of the pressure on the spine that gravity exerts. So the stretches were more effective and more powerful. And I started teaching more and more students how to do that. We developed a form that we started doing it as a separate form, the watcher. Now, in over the years, it's evolved to a lot of, there's a lot of different movements that we do in the water, and it's evolved over the years, and the breath, connecting to the breath, has become very much a central feature of it, because when we float someone in the water, and they get lighter as they breathe in, and heavier as they breathe out, it makes it possible for us to coordinate our own breathing so the water lifts us both at the same time as we both breathe in and makes a very deep connection with that connected breathing throughout the session. And as our breathing connects, we're also floating people level with our heart center. Both arms are out. They're floating right in front of us. And there's a real sense of connection through that. And there's another kind of movement that comes through our heart and out our arms. And we start coordinating this other movement, inner movement, as we're working with people. And it affects every level of our being. And we're not trying to do anything to the person we're floating. This is a basic principle of Zen Shatsu, of being, not doing something to someone. So we're just there supporting them in the water, connecting, breathing with them, stretching and moving them through the water. And we're not trying to rebirth them. We're not trying to take them into any particular space. But we're allowing whatever comes up in them to be free to come up. Because water is such an inviting element for all that's inside us. It's the most basic element for me. And it evolved very quickly. I was very surprised how soon I was invited to teach in clinics and to teach staff who were working with, first it was mainly with handicapped people, and then it became very much used for rehabilitation, people with different injuries and their rehabilitation. And now it's being used all around the world in clinics, and it's also being used in spas, where the main feature is stress reduction. And another use of Watson, besides the clinical and stress reduction, 
is the benefits it can bring to people who share it with others, who take friends in the water and float them, because it is a new way of connecting with others. It's a, it is an intimacy, but a non-sexual intimacy in its holding. And people get a lot of benefits just from floating others. And so we're focusing a lot on that other dimension. And I developed a form on land, which brings Watsu's nurturing, holding, and using our own body to support stretches. And that form I've called Tansu. I developed it, I started developing the first year I started Watsu. And I've been further developing it to make it as accessible as possible so that people can start holding each other without having to have a pool and they can stretch, hold and stretch. In, and we're teaching it now in, in evening classes and weekends and it's also spreading. When someone is enjoying a Watsu session, they're not just still in the water. You actually move them around, don't you? Yes. And there's the movement of the water itself, which is moving them up and both of us up with the breath as we're breathing and we're connected in that way. And there's the effect of the whole body being contacted by the water. So there's a whole body experience. It's not just working on one part or pressing one point or not even just one stretch because the whole body is moving, being moved. Why is stretching so important to our health? Well, it's it brings circulation into the muscles when we stretch them, and it makes us more limber and more we can move around more. But Masanaka also in his Zen Shiatsu, which features stressing, says that stressing brings the meridians that our energy flows through to the surface and unblocks places that are on those meridians that are blocked, which are often where there are joints. And in shiatsu, they go in very deep, and often painfully deep, particularly in Japan, into those meridians and those points to unblock any energy and that's blocked them. Whereas by stretching, we bring them closer to the surface, and we help balance the whole body. How warm is the water normally in a watsu session? The ideal temperature is the surface temperature of our body, which is uh, a little over 94 degrees, maybe. Does it matter if it's regular water or salt or mineral water? Well, it it doesn't really matter because people have the same kinds of experiences in all the waters. But, of course, a lot of chlorine has side effects that are less less pleasant. And hot spring water, if it's not the... Smelly kind of hot spring water can be very, very pleasant. Are there any health conditions that have been shown to respond especially well to Watsu? Well, fibromyalgia is, is it's used a lot for that. Chronic pain, there's been a lot of studies of its effect with chronic pain. It helps on, on different levels of that. Anything, any illness that's related to stress can be benefited by this because it is one of the great stress removers. Is it possible to move differently in the water than we do on land? Oh, yes. If you don't have a big warm pool available, is it possible to do Watsu in a home hot tub or spa? I've developed a version of it that does work in a, in a home spa. Are flotation devices ever used to help support the client in the water? Yes. Not everybody needs them, but particularly on the lakes, because if somebody has a lot of muscle in the lakes, these lakes tend to sink. And if they sink too much, it can hyperextend the back and the neck. So we pay very close attention. 
to uh, how the legs are sinking so that we do put flotations of devices to help protect the body. Do the floats make it possible for an even wider range of motion and stretches? You kind of mentioned that you have to be careful not to overstretch it, but are you able to do some wider, uh, deeper stretches? Uh, the floats don't really affect the stretching, but they affect maybe the different kinds of move we can do that move the person through the water more. Are there different styles of watsu? Watsu has developed over the years. There's, there's the primary style of watsu, which is the most most commonly used, and there are a couple offshoots of watsu. One that uh, has developed a few years, right a few years after it, is uh, water dance. And in water dance, people are taken underwater. I actually brought water dance to the United States to teach us the United States to our school to introduce it, and we have the, pro- we have it in the program at our school. And it's an, it's an excellent form, but it's a different experience being taken underwater. It, it's a, uh, it requires a different level of trust, and a lot of people are, might be afraid of, of surrendering their breath and, ex- and waiting for someone to take it. And it's for that reason I've kept it separate from Watson. I've never included any underwater work in Watson itself because we want to make it accessible to as wide a public as possible, and we didn't want to scare people away from it. Listeners, if you're enjoying this podcast, then you'll love my new book. The second edition of How to Unbreak Your Health is your map to the world of complementary and alternative therapies. It features a new user-friendly format and 339 new and updated listings in 150 different categories. And you can get it on Amazon.com or at your local bookstore. The term Watsu actually comes from water and shiatsu, doesn't it? Yes, it does. And just to be clear, Watsu is not simply a floating massage, is it? No, it's definitely not a floating massage. And it's it's gone beyond shiatsu. It's a different experience in the water than a shiatsu on land. A shiatsu on land is more focused on points besides stretching. One of the major benefits that come from Watsu is the being held. Most body works, people are not being held. They're lying on a table and they're being touched. And there's a big difference between being touched and being held. If a baby, if an infant falls to the floor, the mother leans over and touches it. It doesn't have the same effect as if the mother picks it up and holds it to her heart. And that holding is the oldest form of healing we have. And Watsut brings people into that. People may not have been held for a long time and they may not have expected it. But when they're in the water, they surrender to being held because they need to be floated or else their heads go under if we don't float them. So it presents a uh, situation where people can accept being held and accept the benefits and healing. Are there any age restrictions for Watsu? No, none whatsoever. We've Watsu'd babies, we've Watsu'd infants. We've taught parents of handicapped infants to Watsu their infants and very successful with that. People in their 90s have been watered. We've also had watered people in, in the final state of life, hospices. How long are Watsu sessions normally? A Watsu session is normally about an hour, but a lot can be done in half an hour. Some people might prefer longer. Is there a standard sequence of steps, or is each session unique, or is it progressive? Students are taught a form, a, a, a sequence. This is, they're taught 
first the transitions into the different positions, and then they're taught the different things they can do in the position. Now, everybody, they're also taught how to adapt the, the transition and the activity to whatever the person needs are and whatever their limitations. There are some people that can only be floated. They can't be stretched, but they get a, a great benefit just from floating the relaxation and the being held. We've had people that are very afraid of water, been afraid of water all their lives, and sometimes they'll come in the pool and they just want to be floated and they walk out with it pretty much the fear gone. Every session is an adaptation and it's for that reason that trainings do take time. You know, train people in a weekend. They, they need to learn how to adapt to whatever condition. There's also emotional responses that people have in the water because particularly people that have uh, had abuse issues in their life and have not been held for a long This can be very healing, but this, it needs also some sensitivity and care. Which leads me neatly to my next question. Watsu is much more than just body work, isn't it? Oh, yes. It's, it's a practice which has is personal growth practice, much like yoga or tai chi for the people that are performing it, that are giving it, that are engaged in it. And sometimes they share with each other. In the early years, feeling how much oneness we feel with whoever we have in our arms, I developed the phrase, healing the wounds of separation. The Watsu can be very healing and liberation. And it's also for the people that are speaking up, people and floating them as well. So it's, it's, it's a uh, connection that is incredible that we usually feel. And it's a connection that is non-sexual. The intimacy is intimate non-sexual people to be able to learn that they can be held without any intention is a big step has there been any research done on the health benefits of watsu yes at uh, watsu.com we have a link to a lot of the research that's going on about it chronic pain has been a, a big study on chronic pain it's still it's still ongoing some studies on fibromyalgia which is is a disease that's very much related to stress watsu is very effective but it's also it's hard to do a real study with having some people receiving a place bow and others receiving a watsu because they'll know they're not getting the real thing unless they're taken into the water. Speaking of the real thing, what does it take to become a watsu practitioner? Well, we have a program. We've trained over 400 instructors that are now around the world, and they, people start with a weekend with our basic weekend, or they can start with our first week of our training, week one. Now, we do have shortened programs for people that are already massage practitioners. I deal with physical or physical therapists, and those programs are, can be as, as short as a couple hundred hours. A person who is not needs, needs more training in anatomy and physiology, other things, and their, their programs will be fine. Any guess how many countries Watsu is being practiced in today? I keep a registry of all the students who study the teachers that we send around the world, and their transcripts are kept there, so they all the sorts of real record. And we have listed on there people that have studied Watsu that are from more than 70 different countries. Now, that doesn't mean the classes were in those countries, and most of them, some of them went outside the country to take the class, but the people from, and whether they're still practicing, these are students, 
I don't know, but at least it's, it's been people from that many different kinds of drugs. I assume the best way to find a certified Watsu therapist is on your website, www.watsu.com? Yes, that's correct. And you'll also find a link there to classes of Watsu all around the world and descriptions of applications. You'll also find further descriptions of Tansu and a link to and We have new books. I have four books that are also... And I was just about to ask you, in addition to the books, you also have DVDs on Watsu also, don't you? Yes, we have DVDs for beginners and for more advanced people. But also, One of the DVDs is also on how to do Watsu in a, in a spa, in a home spa. And I also have uh, a couple DVDs on Tatsu that you can teach yourself Tatsu. Hospitals are also beginning to use Watsu to treat a wide variety of health problems now, aren't they? Yes, they are in clinics and hospitals. You mentioned earlier that Watsu can be used with those with special needs, too, can't it? Yes. It's very much uh, very helpful for people that have limited mobility, that have special needs. The, uh, the Courage Center in uh, Minnesota has been using Watsu for years, for, I think 15 years now. Having enjoyed several Watsu sessions myself, I have to ask you, Harold... Is there anything in the world more relaxing than a Watsu session? I haven't found it. <laughs> I don't know. I'd have to agree with you on that one. It is absolutely wonderful for anybody who would like to try and find the most relaxing therapy possible. But I do want to thank you for taking the time to talk with me about Watsu and Tansu today. Okay, thank you. And anyone wanting to learn more about Watsu should visit the official website at www.watsu.com. You've been listening to the podcast edition of Unbreak Your Health, discovering the world of hope and health known as complementary and alternative medicine. I'll be back soon with another edition, but to learn more about our guest today, please visit the podcast page at www.unbreakyourhealth.com. We'd love to hear from you about this program. Please send your questions and comments to info at unbreakyourhealth.com. This program is a joint production of Unbreak Your Health and Loving Healing Press. Thank you for listening. I'm Alan Smith, and I look forward to being with you again soon.